Been good to see everybody out again tonight. Let's go ahead and stand. Brother Jeff, would you start us off in prayer, please? Amen. Turn over to page 52. As I travel through this big land, there is a friend who walks with me. These feet sit to the secrets, and it is the Christ of Calvary. Oh, my God. 
let's then do one more, page 306.
Jay, y'all come on up. Remember the Happy Pilgrims outing this weekend at uh, on the 16th. Uh, the sign-up sheet's in the back, and get the time off of it to um, six o'clock, seven o'clock, six o'clock. So remember that. Next generations will meet at the Lowers House on the 23rd. Remember that. They sign up sheet for that. And uh, the ladies are going to the Purposeful Women of uh, God's outing over at Talmo Baptist Church on the September the 29th. They sign up sheet for that. So. Just remember all those things. Amen. It's good to be in church again tonight, isn't it? I do appreciate the spirit of the Lord, and we need his help tonight. I, I thank the Lord when he just uh, nudges our heart when we're in church, don't you? Appreciate the Lord for that. Appreciate the good morning this morning. Thank y'all for making us feel welcome. And, and uh, I know this is probably why y'all came back tonight to hear Charlie sing. <laughs> y'all pray for us and uh, we'll sing a few. We don't even know the order of service right now, so we'll just <laughs> All right. so we'll just follow the Lord. Y'all pray for us. I'm glad he's taking care of me tonight. When I woke up this morning and I saw a brand new day, I could feel the warmth of the Lord shining my way. And all the clouds of darkness, they hover over me. I will rise above each storm like an eagle. I'll be free because he's taking care of me. He said he would He's taking care of me Now I will not be troubled I will trust in what he said There's no need to be discouraged For he can see ahead If he watches o'er the sparrow yeah, right. And he clothed the earth in ground What a comfort I have found that He's taking care of me in ways that I cannot see. He's working it for my good, just like He said He would. 
and parted the big red sea and destroyed Pharaoh's land. If he can't speak to a lame man, saying, rise up and walk, don't you think that our God can do it again? Cause he's taking care of me in ways that I cannot yes. see. He's working it for my good, just like he said he would. take no thought for tomorrow. Isn't that right? Casting all your cares on him for he careth for you. Aren't you glad tonight that when you got saved, what we preached about tonight, part of when you got saved is that you had a promise from the Father to take care of you for the rest of your life. The world don't have that tonight. They just don't have that promise. But I'm glad if you're a child of God tonight that we have a promise, a provision, protection, and grace tonight. Uh, we was talking this morning, uh, this afternoon before service, me and the brother back here. And uh, we don't have a promise for the absence of trouble. But we do have a promise of the presence of Christ uh, in the trouble tonight. And I'm grateful for his grace tonight. Appreciate those unseen, unseen hands, don't you? There's an old uh, trio that used to sing when I was growing up. And they would sing that old song. Y'all may sing it here. There is an unseen hand to me. That leads through ways I cannot see. And I appreciate his hands tonight. And thank the Lord for him. Y'all pray for Charlie. She sings this. His hands hung the stars in space. His hands hung the world in place. His hands scooped the ocean deep. His hands formed the mountain steep. His hands. Meet my needs each day, right. his hands wipe my tears away, his hands drive my foes away and guide my feet upon life's narrow way, and he holds me in the palm of his hand, and this old world holds nothing. Since I met the one whose hands were nailed to a tree, he loves me and protects me and provides my every need. And soon I'll see him in that city where we'll live eternally, where my friends and my loved ones are waiting there for me this old world holds nothing for me they nailed his hands to a rugged cross for simple man who could not pay the cost yes, they stretched his hands from east to west to take my sin away now yes. I'm pure and blessed. I'm 
song tonight here appreciate how long suffering and merciful the Lord is aren't you glad he can take a, a vessel that's dirty and unclean and should be just discarded but uh, he can take it and put it back together brother Terry he sure can I'm grateful that uh, when he saw me he didn't just discard me but as a loving father as a loving shepherd as a loving potter tonight he, he picked me up had a bunch of cracks in me, sure did, but, uh, but he put me together piece by piece. Aren't you grateful for that? Matter of fact, he just, he just, he just made me a new creation, a new creature. That's what he does. And I appreciate that tonight. Thank the Lord. Pray for Charlie. She sings this, sings this one. Empty and broken, I came back.
to thank him tonight, don't you? For making the sun to shine For putting the stars in the sky For the flowers that bloom The ocean so blue Thank you, Lord and for the sparrow that sings and makes sweet melody for the rivers that flow the rain and the snow thank you Lord and I just want to thank you, Lord, I just want to thank you, Lord, for everything that you've done for me. Ship. 
Notice something about the Lord tonight. He really likes when his children gives him thanks. He loves that. Daddy always said growing up, I've mentioned a lot of quotes about my dad. He said it was always easier to give to his children when there was a thank you somewhere following in that ride. And you know, sometimes we don't even turn around and say thank you to him. But aren't you grateful for a Savior that just keeps on and keeps on and keeps on and keeps on and keeps on giving. That's who he is tonight. And I just want to thank him. I appreciate his grace on my life and on my family, on my ministry. And I appreciate his grace day to day, his mercy. Last night, me and Charlie was just in family altar just praying. The rain was beating down hard. I, I just whispered, Lord, I want to thank you for keeping us dry tonight. Thank you for clean water to drink. Thank you for a bed to lay down on. Thank you for the goodness of God. Not everybody has that tonight. It's just the simple blessings tonight. But I want to be grateful tonight for the fact that one day you saw me where I was in my need of Him. And saved my soul. If you feel like giving Him thanks tonight, I believe that would be just fine and in order. Matter of fact, He inhabits the praises of His people tonight. If you want to see the Lord tonight, just go ahead and start thanking Him. Thank God. Sing that for being a friend so dear and giving my sad heart cheer for holding my yes. hand when I could not stand. Well, thank you. chorus tonight and you, you'll know the words it's just a repeat but uh, I believe it'd be in order tonight just sing along with me tonight 
God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. He answers prayer. He answers prayer. Coming soon. He's coming soon. Do you believe it tonight? He's coming soon. He's coming soon. He's so good to me. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to Anybody just might have a word of thanks to him tonight. Maybe just spontaneous. Maybe nothing more than just a thank you, Lord. Want to give the Lord an opportunity. Not trying to derail the service, Brother Terry. Just want to find the Lord. No, God's been too good for me to sit. Amen. Amen, brother. My wife's at home. She don't feel very good. Her mother-in-law's at home. She don't feel very good. Y'all pray for them. But I tell you, they're blessed and they know it. I'm blessed and I know it. And each one of us in this room will receive one blessing right after the other. Yeah. Right after the other. Yes, sir. And for me to sit here and ungratefully not thank him for what he's done for me. Yeah. Just speak to me would be wrong. Yes. So I, I want to publicly thank you. Thank you, God. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's right. Anybody else tonight? Just want to follow the Lord. I didn't know what to pray. Yes, sir. I didn't know how to say it, but I said it. 
That's right. It's for God to save our soul and in return to thank Him. Yes, sir. You know, I was thinking, Pastor Brother, I was thinking, you know, God does not want us and never never has asked us to, by our ability, to live the Christian life. That's right, brother. Yes, sir. The Christian life is our responsibility. Yes, sir. That's exactly right. What God can do through us. Yeah. So, so many times I've stumbled down here trying to do something that God never asked me to do. And all I have to do is put my trust and faith in His ability. Yes, sir. And He'll get us across the other side. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm glad I'm saved. Yes, sir. I'm, I'm glad you all came our way. Bless you, brother. It's Bless been a blessing you. tonight. Bless you. Thank you. Hallelujah. Isn't that wonderful tonight? me one bit tonight. Not one bit. I hope it doesn't you either. Thank the Lord. That's why we're here. We're here to give Him thanks and worship Him tonight. Him, Give Him all the glory. It's not about one single one of us. It's about the blessed Son of God tonight. Appreciate His mercy. Going down for the last time 
called upon his name and he reached down those nail pierced hands and he lifted you What he's done in your heart, he took you from sin and at strife and gave a new start. He took your broken life and he made you crowns of glory and cast them at the Savior's feet. Now do you remember when with all your heart you long to serve Him but you didn't think that Jesus He would use someone like you Oh, but look how he's used your life since he's brought you out. So remember where you were back then and thank him for where you are now. And give him the glory. What he's done in your heart, he took you from sin and strife and gave a new start. He took your broken life and he made you complete. So take off those. Places traveled a lot of miles, but wherever he's at tonight, I felt right right at home. Amen. Thank the Lord. I appreciate the Spirit of God. The brother said it right. It's Brother Milton Taylor, a uh, friend of mine, preacher I drove for a while, preached a message. He said, you know, sometimes he said he sees that sign, the Lord is my co-pilot. He said, no, that's that's not right tonight. That's not right. 
And it's not just that we're passengers with the Lord. Brother Taylor said, really, if we thought about it, how it was, we'd just take the keys, hand them to the Lord, get in the trunk and say, Lord, take us wherever you want to go. And so I appreciate the Lord tonight, don't you? Try to be mindful of the Spirit. Try to be mindful of His grace and His direction. And tonight we want to do just that. I'm grateful for the mercy of God tonight. And uh, it's a sobering thing when the Lord moves among His people, isn't it? And uh, I appreciate the Lord for His mercy. He's always present. And I appreciate Him making us aware tonight of His activity in this place. Thank the Lord. Amen. I may not quote-unquote preach, but we will look at a verse tonight, Philippians chapter number 4, Philippians chapter number 4, if you have a Bible, and we'll be very brief tonight, I appreciate the Lord and His grace, and uh, it's been a privilege to be here today, I want to thank you so much for your kindness to Charlie, my wife, and my little girl Charlotte, she did good back there tonight while mommy was singing, didn't she, I think she had a good caretaker, but we're grateful uh, to be here Appreciate the good fellowship, and I appreciate this place. Amen. Philippians chapter number 4. If you found your place, would you say amen? Amen. amen. Philippians chapter number 4. I tell you what, let's go ahead and read verse, let's start in verse number 1. Philippians chapter number 4 and verse number 1. And we'll begin our reading there and read through verses number 9. The Bible says in Philippians 4, Verse 1, therefore, my beloved brethren, and longed for my joy and my crown, so stand fast in the Lord, my dearly beloved. I beseech Eudeus and beseech Sicthi that they be of the same mind in the Lord. And I entreat thee also, true yoke fellow, help those women which labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also, and with other my fellow laborers whose names are in the book of life. Verse 4, rejoice. In the Lord some of the time. No, tonight that's not what the Bible says, does it? The Bible says rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving. Let your request be made known unto God, and the peace of God which passeth all understandings, understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. That's what I'm interested in tonight, verse number 7. And the peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. With the Lord's help, I may speak to you just for a few minutes, maybe just a handful tonight. may not get nowhere past 6 o'clock, but... On this subject of the pursuit of peace. The pursuit of peace. Or even tonight, uh, peace in a panic. We preached and touched on this morning on the subject of being stirred in a shaken world. And uh, tonight, I'm grateful that not only can we be stirred, if we have nothing, if we have nowhere to look, we have no earthly riches, no health, no wealth, no anything tonight, if you're saved He's given you all things, and we can rejoice and be stirred by that. And that's what Paul wanted from Timothy, for him to be stirred. Tonight, uh, Paul is writing this letter to the church at Philippi. And in the subject of peace, and as we've read in the peace of God, which passeth all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. When you hear that, there's something inside of you that just longs for that peace. That peace. 
Peace, peace, peace. That is tranquility. And peace is a popular word in our day and time. Matter of fact, it's an incredible pursuit. Uh, especially when there's turmoil and terror all around. And would you say amen tonight? There is a lot of turmoil and terror around us. From high school football fields and schools to the battlefields in the Middle East fighting over oil to the very spiritual battleground fighting for the heart of our nation and for our children and for our families. And really that's where the attack is at tonight. The attack is on the home and the attack is on the family. If God, if Satan rather can get in and disrupt peace and unity in the home, well, he's got society whooped tonight. That's the truth. And, and so peace is a pursuit. Uh, it's a pursuit nationally, world peace. It's pursued personally and culturally. Let's just come together and have peace. And we all desire peace. When I've met a few folk in my life who doesn't desire peace, they won't... Uh, just uh, turmoil and strife and battle with their fellow neighbor. And that's not what's to be in the heart of a Christian tonight. Division is, is chastised in the Scripture. But we have a world that is searching for peace. A peace, hearts free from threats, anxiety, despair, and depression. We have people wanting peace and trying to make peace. Uh, we, have trying, uh, we have those trying to keep the peace. We have police officers trying to do that. And we have politicians pushing, pushing for world peace. Diversion, drugs, recreation, entertainment, shopping, buying, giving this, that, and the other. People think peace will come with social change or economic change or political change. Matter of fact, people are spending millions of dollars on mountain homes just north of us to try to find what from the busy city life? Peace. The anxiety treatment uh, and market is projected to grow from what it was in 2019 from $10.89 billion. By the time we get to 2027, that industry, the anxiety treatment industry, the anxiety and depression treatment market is projected to grow to over $13 billion. What are people looking for? They're looking for peace. They're looking for peace. But folk, uh, we live in a broken world in which there is no peace in man-made attempts. The world's definition of peace is a moment of calm and tranquility. Possessing possessions, having a degree a vibrant career, uh, this person or that person. For young people, it's if I could just get a girlfriend. For young men and for young ladies, if, it's, I, could just, if I could just get a boyfriend, I would have peace. It's, uh, uh, for those that are single, it's that I might have a wife. For those that have a sorry coon dog, if they could just get a better coon dog. For those that have Fords, if they could just get a Chevrolet. <laughs> Hallelujah. But a large difference between the Lord's peace and the world's peace is that the world asks for an end to their problems and they feel like that's when they'll have peace. But as the brothers mentioned tonight, I'm grateful that Christ's peace will give you peace in a world of problems. 
The disciples were beaten, stripped, robbed. But Paul in jail said in Philippians 4 that we can know the peace of God which passeth understanding that will keep our hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Tonight I'm grateful for the peace that I've known in this building tonight, in this place. Listen, if there was a place that should have known peace, it was Philippi. It was beautiful. Some people have referred to it, and that's the letter that Paul is writing here to the Philippian believers. Some have referred to the city of Philippi as a second Rome. Beautiful tranquility, gardens filled with vibrant life, economic gain. Some have said that many Roman soldiers and uh, politicians saw Philippi as a lovely place to retire. Now remember in this particular culture that uh, Caesar was worshipped and the state was the only thing that mattered and all the affairs of its citizens was governed by Rome. But when Paul came to Philippi, he was treated with hostility. He was whipped and strapped, thrown into prison. Don't you remember the night that God shook the prison? Listen to me. The, the world is aggravated by peace that comes from God when you threaten the peace that comes by the world. It's aggravating. When you come preaching about the Prince of Peace, the world that is governed and driven by worldly calm and tranquility gets upset. But tonight when Paul came to Philippi, he was treated with hostility, but the Lord shook the jail and the jailer was saved in his house. He was relieved, went to Lydia's house, comforted the brethren, then departed. This letter covers much, but the focal point of it is that these Philippian believers were suffering, were having difficult times, were facing large anxieties and cares. And Paul knew that the church at Philippi would suffer. And that brings us to our text tonight where Paul says in verse number 4 of Philippians chapter number 4, Look, Philippi, you Philippian believers, I know you're struggling. And I know that the hand and the thumb of Rome is coming down on you. I know that the government have the, all of their ideas being pressed on you. I know that the politicians are promising this but executing this. I know that they're saying boys are girls and girls are boys. And I know that they're saying that, uh, that families do not matter and that your children are the government's children. Does it sound familiar tonight? Look, I know you're suffering, Philippians. I know they're taking you, placing you in jail. I know they're beating you, whooping you. You're suffering persecution for your belief in the gospel. But rejoice in the Lord always. How could you say that is just a baseless comment? Well, you can't. But tonight, we have a lot to rejoice about. I'm glad tonight that I've been saved by the grace of God. And that song that we just sung, thank you, Lord, for making the sun to shine, all of the wonderful lyrics, but it gets down to the part where for being a friend to me, setting my captive soul free. Aren't you glad that Christ died for you and set your heart free from a world of incontentment and then turned around and said, Peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give I unto you, thank the Lord. 
And on the basis of that, Paul said, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Now, when Mama used to say something twice, I knew she meant business. And tonight, not only are we to rejoice, church, but I'll say it again. It's time for the church to rejoice, thank God. Bless the Lord tonight. Rejoicing is not an option. Oh, no. This word rejoice means to be glad, to be well, to thrive, to be cheerful. It's a primary verb, which means it's an action tonight. Oh, yes, Isaiah 61 and 10 says, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he hath clothed me in the garments of salvation. He hath covered me with his robe of righteousness. We have something to rejoice about tonight. Well, I didn't know about preaching five minutes ago, but I do tonight. Just for a minute, let me uh, bear with me for just a moment. Aren't you glad that in the Lord and in who the person that He is and what He has done for us in Christ, that rejoicing in Him is, should be just something common in our lives tonight? Rejoicing in the Lord. Bless the Lord. As a result of this and what He's done for us and our rejoicing in Him, our character should be public. In verse number 5, let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. What does that mean? Your moderation your, uh, your action, how you commit yourself. Your comparative to definition, be mild and fair and gentle. That is, it is impossible to have peace while being contentious with everyone in your life. You ever met some contentious people? Buddy, they are never at peace with anything, are they? Can't satisfy them, can't do anything with them. Something's always wrong. Zero contentment whatsoever. Oh, tonight, it's impossible to be that way when you have the peace of God in your heart tonight and our rejoicing. Firstly, rejoicing is not an option. Secondly, our character should be public tonight. And in verse uh, number, and in verse number six tonight, we see we're the commission to not care. That is, this word care, be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication. I'm hurrying tonight. This word care means, it's a Greek word, Mary Mayo, and again, I'm no Greek student, but this Greek word carries with it a heavy weight of being anxious or to be troubled with cares. Matter of fact, it's the same root word, the same word that's used in Matthew chapter number 6, in verse number 25, where the Bible says, Therefore I say to you, take no thought for your life. That is, care not. The Bible uses the same word to, in, in the, the, the book of Luke, chapter number 10, in verse number 41, when, when Martha was moving around everywhere and was, was cumbered about with many cares, the Lord said, Thou art careful and troubled about many things. That word, careful. But the Lord has instructed us to be careful for nothing. Matter of fact, this same noun usage of the same word is found in 1 Peter chapter number 5 in verse number 7 where the scripture says, Casting all your care on Him, for He careth for you. Bless the Lord tonight. It is not God's desire for us to 
care or be careful, be stressed or be anxious. Rather, rather we're commanded not to be. Please, child of God, do not carry a burden that you were not designed to carry tonight. I'll be honest with you, church. You wasn't designed and I wasn't designed to carry the burdens of life. That's why Jesus said, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Casting all your care on him. For it, I didn't say the absence of trouble. I said cast all your care and your thoughts about the trouble on the Lord Jesus Christ tonight. Hallelujah. Be careful for nothing but in what? In everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. Prayer and its attitude. Words addressed to God with a heavy leaning of entreaty. And that is thanksgiving as your prayers come to Him. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known to God. That means when we come to Him to pray and supplicate to Him, that is a deep entreaty of the Lord. That as we look to the Lord for what we need or what we have identified that we need in life, God help us to do so with a thankful heart. Because if we're not careful, we'll get to praying, Brother Ron, and asking God and think that we're coming short in anything without ever thanking Him tonight. How are we supposed to pray, though, tonight? Our Father who art in heaven... Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. That is, Lord, give us this day your allotment for me, what you have for me, and help me to be thankful for that tonight. Prayer in its attitude. Thanksgiving is indispensable tonight. Notice that Paul is not telling them what to be thankful for. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. He's not telling them what to be thankful for. But the moderation of Paul's life is to be thankful for all things. In everything give thanks. He's already told that to to the Philippian church in chapter number 1, verse number 19. Be thankful for the good and be thankful for the bad tonight. I'll give you an example. My wife and I, we dated for the first time back in 2000. I better get this right, or not. For the first time in 2014, had a horrible breakup, tears. I came down from uh, mom and dad's. I was upstairs. I was on the phone with Charlie. She, Charlie was bawling her eyeballs out at a truck stop somewhere. She was with her family. I was at, sitting at home, and I was bawling my eyeball, eyeballs out. We broke up. And I came downstairs, and for the next several years, my heart was broken. But God had a plan. And you see something tonight, when you identify something that's went sideways in your life or something that you thought wasn't supposed to happen, it's us failing to see sometimes that God is in control of this show and that He has a desire to form you and I into the image of Christ. And if we'll just take our hands off and say, Lord, whatever you want, lead, God, show the way. As a great shepherd, lead your sheep and be thankful to Him tonight. Charlie and I have talked about it a million times. It was in God's perfect plan that we were apart for that time. God working on her life. God working on my life. Then he puts us together and here she is tonight 
with my little ba- holding my little baby girl in the house of God. I'm telling you tonight, God, help us to take life with rejoicing and with prayer and with thanksgiving because He is watching and caring for you and I tonight. Hallelujah. Bless the Lord. Be careful for nothing tonight. Be careful for nothing. What does that mean? This word careful is is where we get our root word for anxiety. Be stressed for nothing tonight. Be careful for nothing. For such things that the Gentiles seek, clothing, food, all this, on and on and on and on and on and on and on tonight. Your Father knoweth you hath need of such things. Your Father knoweth. Bless the Lord tonight. Thank God. Thanksgiving, prayer, be careful for nothing but in everything. So we've seen rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. That is tonight, rejoicing is not an option to be considered. It's a command to be obeyed. Why? Because of His goodness to you and I. Our character should be public tonight. Let your moderation be known to all men. The commission not to care. Be careful for nothing. Nothing tonight. And uh, he also says, go be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, your prayer and its attitude, thanksgiving is indispensable tonight. He said, pray and supplicate and be thankful. And then uh, tonight, this is tied directly. What Paul is saying to these folks at Philippi is a direct and inseparable consequence of prayer, supplication, rejoicing, and thanksgiving. What is the consequence of these things? Peace tonight. Peace. The great dispeller of anxious care. Boy, I want peace tonight, don't you? And it's not your peace, and it's not my peace. Listen, I'm grateful for my preacher tonight down in uh, Lawrenceville at Crossroads that he's preaching tonight. I'm grateful for every word of comfort he's ever spoken tonight. But I'm grateful for the blessed peace of God that can reign in your heart and in my heart tonight. Peace which passeth understanding. Peace and tranquility. Exemption from the rage of an anxious world. Exemption from the rage of not the troubles, rains on the just and the unjust. We mentioned, I'm amazed at the theme tonight on that. It rains on the just and the unjust tonight. Life is a few days and full of trouble. But buddy, even though trouble may be here, you can still have the peace of God. An exemption from the rage of an anxious world. Joy, rejoice, peace which passeth understanding. You can't exactly explain it because it passeth understanding. It's something that only He can do tonight. The calmed mind and the calmed heart in the midst of a story, in the midst of a storm, in the midst of troubles, in the midst of pain. Oh, tonight my heart breaks for those that do not have peace tonight. For those that are that are broken, that it's just constant turmoil in their heart. Do you ever feel that tonight in your heart and in your soul? I'm going to have this altar wore out if that's all right. You ever have that in your soul, just that raging discontentment tonight? Nothing's going right. This isn't going right. This issue's happening. This problem's happening. 
the, the health issue here, the family issue here, the financial problem here, the, ch- the children, the daughters, the sons, the life, the job, the place, the people, the church, the issues, this, that, the economy, the political the, uh, thermostat, the setting in which we find ourselves in. Oh, it's just all a mess, isn't it? It's all a mess. But tonight, what does God tell His people? Rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. Let your moderation be known unto all men. The Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passeth understanding. Why does it pass understanding? Because people that are going through hard and difficult and suffering times like these believers at Philippi should have no reason to have peace. And a lot of times in your life and in my life, you and I, neither one, should have any reason to have any peace. But I remember sitting by many bedsides, dear brother, brother Terry, many bedsides of those that have passed on. Oh, brother Morris Hogsett, I saw him leave this world, brother Ron. Oh, brother Ray Moore, I saw him leave this world. Oh, brother Earl Hughes, checked out of here not long ago. Problems all around. But an unexplainable peace tonight. Hallelujah. I often wondered growing up why I saw, seemed like my grand, and she may be watching tonight, as she said she was tuning in. I believe she shared y'all's service this morning. Mama told her we was going to be on live stream, and we made it on TV, grand. I often wondered why at times that I saw a great peace out of my grand years ago. It's one of the first things I noticed about her, peace in a hard time. Peace in a difficult situation. My granddad had a health issue. It looked like he, it's been years ago, looks like he, looked like he may die. Looked like he may not be around. And she just great peace and calm. What is that tonight? That's something that passes understanding. That's peace that passes understanding. Don't you want to be the one tonight in the room when the, when the family member has died or the tragedy that has happened that has peace in their heart. We're going to be okay. What we're going to do is we're going to rejoice in the Lord. What we're going to do is is we're going to thank Him and we're going to pray and we're going to look to God. We're going to lay it at His feet and we're not going to, we're, we're going to take our care and cast it on Him. We're not going to get bogged down in this situation. We're not going to get bogged down in care and anxiety. Oh, we're going to cast our care on Him tonight. The peace of God which passeth all understanding shall keep your hearts and your minds. See, the two are connected tonight, and I'm done. How long have I been on? 20 minutes, maybe a little more. The peace of God. The two are connected, your heart and your minds. And Paul goes straight from that context. Hear me tonight and I'm done. He goes straight from that context and says, Finally, my brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. 
Those things which ye have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of what? Peace shall be with you. I'm grateful for the peace of God, aren't you tonight? Let me, let me say this and I'll leave this with you. Sister, if you would come play softly on the piano again, I'll have her wore out here. I apologize. Thank you for coming, sister. She plays softly. I just want to share this tonight. My nephew, he's a, he's a young 14 coming up on 15-year-old boy in that phase of life. That's a tough age, isn't it? That's a, that is a tough age. How many, how many in here we've got, have we got under 15? Raise your hand. I mean, under, under 16, 17. Listen, I see you. Some folk are raising their hands, shouldn't they? <laughs> Listen tonight. It's a hard place in life, and Hayden's facing the brunt of it. Hayden's his name. It's Jonathan and Kelsey. Some of y'all know Jonathan and Kelsey, my sister, their little boy. He's in a hard time in life. It's just a hard age. And tonight he told his mom and dad a couple nights ago he said I just need to go outside for a little bit he said I may go for a walk may go for a run or something so he stepped outside said as he was running said the Lord got to dealing with his heart that he just ain't thanked him in a while he said I want you to come Hayden said this as though the Lord was dealing with him and just said I want you to come I want you to Give me your needs. And he does tonight, church. The Lord wants us to cast our care. We've said it tonight. The Lord wants us to cast our care. He said, an invitation, felt an invitation from the Lord for a season of thanksgiving. Hey, Jonathan Kessler, they live in a development over in Gwinnett off of Spout Springs. And so there's a lot of houses everywhere. But Hayden said there was a, there was a little grassy spot. He said, and he just fell down and started Thank him, God. He said, I thanked him for everything that I'd been unthankful for. You know what I found interesting? His sister told me this. My, my, uh, his mother told me this, my sister. And, I, and I'm anxious to talk to Hayden about it. But she said, he said something, Jay. He said, it's as though that he felt like the Lord was holding him. You say, holding him. If you've never experienced that, I feel sorry for you tonight. But what is that? That is peace, which passeth understanding. And I don't know tonight if you've ever been in a situation in life, and have been going through issues in life, but tonight I'll just say this. The biblical remedy works tonight. Now, I've read a lot of self-help books. I've read a lot of business books that if you'll do this and you'll do that, you'll do this, you'll have some success and peace and this right there. I've, list, I've listened to leadership books, read leadership books, on and on and on. They have their place. But tonight, they'll give you a hybrid, fake sense of peace in your heart tonight. But it's understandable peace. This peace I'm talking about tonight passes understanding the world will give you a peace you can understand I'll say this tonight if you're here and you've never been saved 
never believed the gospel, never believed on Christ. The world will give you a peace that you can understand. If you'll do this, 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 and this, you can get you some peace of mind. Go to the doctor. They'll give you 30 different prescriptions for what will give you some form and type of peace. I'm not knocking on things tonight, but the world will give you a peace you can understand. But Jesus said, I'll give you a peace that passes understanding. Why is it tonight? Why is that? It is because, it is because when you're in trouble and when you're in heartbreak and when you're in heartache and when you're in difficulty tonight, His peace can reign supreme. Peace is not found in the absence of trouble tonight. It's found in the presence of Jesus. I wonder tonight, are you looking for peace? I'm grateful for the peace of God. I'm grateful for the peace of God I've experienced in this service tonight. Aren't you grateful for the Spirit of God? I want to give you just a moment to respond if you need it tonight. You don't have to come if the Lord's not dealing with you, but I, I would like to give an opportunity to respond as a sister plays softly. Let's all stand around the building, every head bowed, every eye closed tonight. As the Lord's dealing, if God's dealt with you tonight, would you respond to Him? God bless you. Thank the Lord for the peace that He gives. Bless the Lord tonight. Oh, Lord, thank you.